0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Funk Radio. This is your yay! host, Kyle. Yay! We need a sweep of children singing. We're going, yay! i pretty um, sure I've
1: done that before.
0: I, think, I was going to say, I think you have done that before. That's the one thing I miss about um, us doing Funk Radio uh, when we were at Chapman University, was being able to make all those ridiculous sweeps. Mm-hmm. I mean, within a podcast format, it doesn't make any sense because we're not... Um, What's the word? We're not having to, you know, do things between full songs. But, right. uh, yeah, that was that was some of the funner things I did with that show. Remember I made the one that was like horse step? It was like a dubstep song, and then I just oh, yeah. put horse nays into it.
1: I forgot about that.
0: Yep. So, speaking of horses, today we're going to talk briefly about the history of the technology of Bluetooth. Yay. If- Yay! If you listeners remember, a couple episodes ago, we did a pretty in-depth history on um, headphones, and towards the end of that episode, we started talking about Bluetooth headphones because they, in like the last, you know, six to five to six years, they've really kind of exploded and become fairly mainstream. And I kind of it kind of made me wonder, like, where did the technology that allowed people to wirelessly transmit music come from? Um.
1: Yeah. Well, and as we discussed, I'm sure you get into this, but as we discussed in that episode, it, at least in terms of consumer awareness of Bluetooth, uh, I guess in the early 2000s, um, was it was really used more for like businessman wireless headset sort of thing. Yeah. Or yeah. Not even headset, just like earpiece or whatever. You call I'm
0: sure. It. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of listeners probably remember in like the early to mid 2000s when those you know, in-ear Bluetooth headsets were popular that allowed you to t- hands-free talk on your phone. Um yeah. I just remember when they really took off, I still kind of, like, forgot they were a thing. So you'd hear people talking and not really holding a phone to their ear. So I started oh, yeah. to just think a lot of people were crazy and talking to themselves. <laughs> um Until I realized, like, oh, wait, everyone's using these goofy Bluetooth things now. Which is funny because, like, those, I guess what you call the the single-ear communicator Bluetooth little things kind of died, you know?
1: I mean... Uh, I still see people using them from time to time. Not oh, okay. super often, but I would say every so often I see it. So oh, yeah. I think they're still a thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think partially because they've been kind of overtaken by wireless headphones that allow you to do the same thing like the apple airpods we talked about in that episode mm, i think right. more people are just using their wireless headphone capability to do that same thing but you know instead of in mm. one ear it's in both so right i mean you look a little bit less crazy when you're wearing headphones than you do with your work when you're <laughs> wearing like one earphone communicator thing so
1: right um, so uh, w- I guess you'll get into this as you go into kind of a brief history of Bluetooth here. Um, was it originally made for music purposes, or is that kind of just how it ended up being used originally? Uh, yeah.
0: It wasn't made necessarily for music purposes, but it was initially designed to create wireless headsets. Okay. Now, whether those headsets were necessarily used specifically for music,
1: I don't know. Well, at least in the 2000s, they weren't.
0: Yeah, like I said, those those headsets were, at least the ones they marketed for cell phones, were initially meant for more for, like, calls. Mm. I suppose you could use them for music even back then, but I wouldn't imagine the, uh, what do you call it?
1: Well, the um, audio fidelity was probably shit.
0: Exactly, yeah, the fidelity probably wasn't great. It was fine enough for calls, but not for, like, yeah. you know, good range music. So, I guess getting into the, the science of Bluetooth, the, the, for those of you that don't know what it is... It's um, it's a wireless technology that allows the exchange of data over short distances, over waves that are call that are in what's called the ISM band, from twenty four hundred, sorry, from two point four to two point four eight gigahertz, from mm-hmm. certain mobile devices. So it was always intended for communication between, say, a cell phone and. You know either and uh what do you call it uh uh, dev- uh earpiece or whatever okay yeah it was actually in development uh all the way back in 1989 by uh, a swedish dude named niles rideback rideback who was the cto of ericsson mobile he did this in conjunction with his partner johan olman Ericsson Mobile, the company they worked for was a subsidiary of Ericsson, who was focused on development of uh, mobile phones. Uh, mm. They were founded in 94, they went defunct in 2001.
1: Nice good stretch of what, seven years? I know, right? I know, right?
0: Uh, it's kind of funny, yeah. I mean, this company that obviously wasn't around very long, I pioneered this technology, but I'm curious if they were bought by another Swedish company like Nokia or something. Um
1: mm. uh, it probably would have said that, though, right? No, it doesn't
0: seem to say so. Yeah, they're so yeah, they were just a short-lived company that happened to develop a cool technology. Hmm. And the funny thing about where the the name Bluetooth came from, because it sounds kind of like a weird name, like why would you call this technology that?
1: Yeah, you uh, you sent me this, and I read. I mean, it was a fairly short explanation, but it was kind of bizarre.
0: Yeah. So apparently, they named it after this Danish king, King Harald Blattend. Who was the king of Denmark from like 958 AD to 986, so about thirty years. And
1: lasted it, longer than Ericsson.
0: Oh. Too soon. That's probably why that's probably why they, they picked it, because he was a short-lived king and they were a short-lived company. And he's famous for having uh, united the warring factions of what is now Denmark, Norway, and Sweden. The reason this is associated with Bluetooth is apparently uh, King Harold had a penchant for snacking on blueberries, which would turn his teeth blue. And obviously, at the time, they did not have Colgate toothbrush, or toothpaste and toothbrushes. So his teeth would basically just be stained purple. So, yeah, he basically had the nickname Bluetooth. Um, kind of like, you know, pirates have the nickname, like Blackbeard, Bluebeard, all that dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because this king happened to unite these three uh warring kingdoms they thought it was kind of appropriate because the concept of the bluetooth technology was meant to wirelessly connect or unite devices from different manufacturers with different purposes uh, so that they could work together
1: so uh, it's more it was meant to more be a standard more so than like a Proprietary thing. Exactly. It,
0: it was me- it was meant to be a standard um, wireless connect connectivity, like so that inter- interface. Yeah. So that, say, you know, if they had an Ericsson, whatever, uh, mobile phone, it could work with like a wireless headset from, say, Sony or another company. I don't know. Uh, I see. Because unlike Apple, you know, they they themselves didn't necessarily develop this the wireless proprietary headsets to go with the phone, so they're like, let's make it work for everything. Obviously, this technology, like I said, was initially meant for uh, wireless uh, headsets, but it obviously evolved into everything from Bluetooth mice, Bluetooth keyboards. I remember when I first got the PS3, that was the first system that actually had a wireless controller, which used Bluetooth, and that was back in 2006...
1: Well, yeah, I mean, really, Bluetooth has just become, I mean, I guess it always, it's just a way to transfer some kind of data wirelessly, uh, whether that's audio or, you know, signals from a controller or a mouse or a keyboard or... Exactly. um, I think you can even send files between devices that way, too. Yeah, I think, I I, want to say
0: that's sort of how AirDrop works on Apple shits.
1: Um, okay. Uh, don't I'm not me. familiar enough with Apple shits to know what that is, but...
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm not part of that whole Apple ecosystem, so don't quote me on that. Um, the funny thing is this actually reminds me of something else that I'll probably completely get factually wrong here. But mm. um, around this same time, I remember reading about this, and I'm probably going to get all the facts wrong. You know um, the connect connection port micro-USB?
1: Uh, Yes.
0: So, apparently, that was also similarly developed in Europe, and before that point, pretty much every different cell phone company and cell phone manufacturer had a proprietary power connection or whatever, right, to charge Uh, their phones. This guy came out with micro-USB and basically petitioned all the different phone manufacturers, obviously starting with the European ones, to basically Mm. agree to make that the standard for their charging ports. And that's why for a very long time, until very recently when USB-C became, uh, started taking over, every yeah. single phone outside of Apple had micro USB as their either both data and charging connector.
1: That's true. I didn't realize that was like a thing where they rallied everyone together and said, hey, let's do this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have a note here. So you, I guess you had a no, You taught us about the name. Yes. The background. Sorry. I'm.
0: I. I need to get back on topic. Um, That's okay. Right. So, as we were saying before, this Bluetooth technology was named after Harold Blatton, uh nicknamed Bluetooth. And when they were coming up with a sort of symbol to represent the you know Bluetooth connection or whatever, they decided to use. Um, old Danish runes, which were which was like is like an ancient Danish alphabet basically. Um and they took the runish the rune symbols for H and B as in harold blattend and basically overlaid them over each other to kind of create like an like a, a dual symbol. Which is why mm-hmm. when you look at the Bluetooth symbol it kind of looks like a pointy B with like little stick yeah. sticks coming off the side or whatever. Yeah. In the runish language, the B or I don't know what they call B, but it's like a it's, it looks like a pointy B and their version of an H is basically like a a long vertical line with uh, an X in the middle of it. Hmm. And then you basically you just overlay those two and poof you have the Bluetooth symbol.
1: I've seen that icon for years mm-hmm. and it's I never would have guessed that that was the origins of it. Like, from a design perspective, I thought it was just something that they came up with. I didn't realize it was, like, it actually had that kind of uh, background, and that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, this was never meant to be, like, a super long episode, but I just thought Mm -hmm. that the history of where this came from was kind of interesting, and the fact that this technology was in development literally 30 years ago. Yeah. And it's now basically freaking ubiquitous, like, to the point that, like, I don't even like using a wired mouse anymore. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I uh, I have been switching over to Bluetooth mm-hmm. peripherals like that. Um, yeah, so I, I think this is kind of, you know, even though this is a fairly short topic in itself, I think it's interesting, kind of as, you could kind of consider this like a bonus episode or a sidebar of uh, that headphones yeah. episode. So, And if you listeners are interested in going, listen to that episode, uh, I think it was just two episodes ago. Yes. Um, episode 236. That was um, one of my favorite ones we've done in a long time, so um, it was pretty interesting. One of the longer ones we've done in a while, too, so that was cool. Mm -hmm, For sure.
0: So, yeah, next time you use your little Bluetooth, I don't know, keyboard or headphones, think of Harold Blatton. And and eat some blueberries. And eat some blueberries. There you go. Um, So.
1: Yeah, so if you want to tell us about blueberries... Go to get your funk fuck. What is it? Facebook.com slash get your funk. <laughs> best
0: best ad ever.
1: Oh Jesus. And I, as I said you can listen to our other episodes. Uh, that's at getyourfunk.com. I forgot to mention that. Um yep. God, I don't know how to end an episode. Just uh, say bu- just
0: say love you bye.